everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me today. Since we have recently entered the fall season, I thought it might be a good time to share some tips on preparing yourself and your body for the season and the coming winter months. This is a time when a lot of people experience the changes of the season, accompanied by colds, flu symptoms, joint aches and pains, sometimes even allergic reactions, and general discomfort. Our body reacts to the change of the season, no matter where you are. Seasonal dates will vary according to the geographical location that you are in. I'm here in California, and even though it's still warm and we are still experiencing many warm, sunny days, the nights are now cooler. The skin becomes more dry. There is a definite loss of dehydration in the body and in the environment. It is traditional in Ayurveda that this is the Vata time of year. And this time naturally expresses those Vata qualities of dry, light, and cold with the winds whipping up, this further dries out the environment. And then following the heat from the summer, now we're entering the cooler elements, which is a transition time. We have to adjust the diet and often the lifestyle. This is the power and the benefit of following Ayurveda and Ayurveda principles. And of course, this depends upon the weather conditions in your area. Typically, we should avoid cold drinks, which put out the digestive fire or the agni. Food and drink should be warm and nourishing on windy, cold, and rainy days, we should consume more vata-pacifying foods, which have the tastes of sweet, sour, and salty. At this time of year, we want to favor more soups and stews. Rice and wheat and perhaps being careful if you're experiencing problems with these particular foods. Also consume more spicy teas and do more personal oil massage. That is going to be nourishing and grounding this time of year. If you are a strong pitta person, At this time of year, you may be experiencing that buildup 
of heat from the summer sun. The body is still hot from that accumulated heat. So we want to cool down during the fall season. And during this seasonal transition, by having more ghee, which is also nourishing and cooling. By eating easily digestible foods and not overeating. Also by favoring more sweet and bitter foods if you're of a pitta propensity. Lifestyle adjustments might include sitting outside in the evening and looking at the moon, which is both cooling and nourishing to the mind, or bathing in the moonlight. Avoid anything that is going to overheat the system. Fasting is a very popular exercise right now. Fasting. Ayurveda does not recommend fasting during the autumn season. If an individual already possesses some vata imbalance, this will further provoke it. Because fasting generates too much lightness and emptiness for vata. We typically recommend for vata three meals a day with adequate protein. Fasting depletes the body, especially if one has a vata constitution. Ayurveda also recommends one half to one cup of warm milk at bedtime in the fall season. This provides warmth and nourishment to the body and also assists with sleep. We always recommend adding spices to the milk, like cardamom, cinnamon, or even some nutmeg. And nutmeg also promotes good sleep. The cardamom especially helps to digest the milk. Ginger is a good addition as well. So let's talk about exercise during this time of year. We all know how important exercise is throughout the year. Exercise balances all the tissues and the channels of the body. It improves circulation, one's strength, muscle strength, and it additionally tones the body. Exercise assists with weight control and also promotes deep sleep. It helps the digestive and the respiratory systems. In this season, which is considered the Vata season, Vata constitutional people 
can be further aggravated by overexercise or pushing too hard. Excessive exercise will actually damage the vata and pitta predominant constitutions by dehydration and fatigue, even joint fatigue. Vata people do better with slower, more grounding exercises, such as hatha yoga, which is an excellent practice for the vata dosha. And this is also advisable for vata individuals after, after active exercise. Vata people also tend to joint pain or arthritic problems. So performing oil massage regularly is an antidote to joint pain and arthritic conditions. Also consider, especially during this time of year, that those who are predominantly vata or having vata problems require moisture. They are naturally dry to begin with, and this becomes more pronounced during the autumn months. Continuing on the exercise note, we come to pitta dosha, or those pitta-predominant people. Pittas, remember, are the most athletic of the three doshas. Pitta people tend to be competitive and are constantly pushing themselves towards burnout. They are usually strong people athletically and often pursue the more challenging exercise. But be careful not to over-exercise because, as I said, pittas are susceptible to burnout. Pitta also needs to wind down with gentle stretching, as in hatha yoga. No hot yoga. No fast yoga. Gentle, methodic yoga is best for pitta people. Kapha dosha needs to be stimulated, and exercise is one of the best ways to achieve this. Kapha people are advised to push harder, past the point of fatigue. They need to pursue a more active exercise routine. Hot yoga was invented for the Kapha dosha. <laughs> Hot yoga is good for no one but the Kapha people because it is so overstimulating. Moving is what Kapha needs. This improves digestion. It improves weight control and mental alertness, all things that Kapha needs. Running and jogging, while not strictly advisable for vatas and pittas who tend to do that, 
it's so great for kapha, the, indiv- the kapha individual, and also exercise classes that tend to push an individual. This, although good for kapha, tends to be depleting for vata and pitta. During the fall months, as the temperature gets cooler, winds are drier. However, the further we get into the autumnal months, the weather also becomes cloudy, and that aggravates any individual with kapha in their nature. We see more coughs, colds, and flu-like symptoms, sinus congestion, and other diseases involving mucus. According to Ayurveda, colds are a kapha vata condition. Accumulating excess cool and moist qualities that tend to lead one to congestion, runny nose, and subsequent problems with poor digestion. We cannot overcome the common cold, but because it is also the body ridding itself of built-up toxins driving these qualities out of the body to ultimately build up immunity function. But we can mitigate the problem with a number one remedy, ginger, the universal medicine. Ginger tea is an excellent assist for cold symptoms. Take two parts of ginger powder, three parts of cinnamon powder with a pinch of cardamom to equal one teaspoon. Steep this mixture in a cup of hot water for 10 to 15 minutes. When the tea is cool enough to put place your finger in it, then you can add honey for sweetness or whatever you like. This will help the cold and flu symptoms and sinus congestion. Inhaling the steam from a basin filled with steaming hot water and a few drops of eucalyptus oil, essential oil, will significantly assist bronchial congestion. Once the steaming hot water and eucalyptus is ready, put a towel over the head and inhale the eucalyptus steam. An excellent remedy. Of course, for colds, take some additional vitamin C and be sure to drink good quality orange juice. Drink warm water throughout the day, being careful to make sure always to have warm liquids and warm foods. Avoid anything that is cold, 
such as cold dairy products or drinks. Coughing is another issue that crops up this time of year. A dry cough is a vata condition, and productive or mucousy cough is particularly that of kapha. With an acute dry cough, we can treat this with a teaspoon of honey and an, a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Taken together, they're quite palatable. If it is an ac- acute, productive cough, we can do almost a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of black pepper with a teaspoon of honey. And this can be performed several times a day. The mucus will be burned up by the black pepper while the honey lubricates the throat. Again, ginger tea with clove and cinnamon is very beneficial. A productive cough that has some green or yellow mucus indicates pitta involvement. So using a little black pepper with cardamom and cinnamon will be helpful taken with honey. Children also can be treated with a little black pepper, ginger powder, and honey, or a half teaspoon with a half cup of pomegranate juice. For a chronic cough, use four parts of garlic powder to one part of black pepper. This can be done several times daily. So I hope this gives you some good tips for adjusting to the fall season. It's a beautiful time of year, and we should be able to enjoy it without bodily or mental discomfort. My affirmation for today, I am enjoying the changing of the seasons as my body builds immunity. I am enjoying the changing of the season as my body builds immunity. Thank you very much for joining me today. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my Facebook page, Healing-Ayurveda, and I will respond. Many blessings. (music) 